everyone, welcome to another episode with Setting the Scene. This is our 18th overall episode, and today we're featuring a guest spotlight with one of our members who applied to the podcast. My name is Michael, and I'll be your host for today. Also, just a quick note, if you'd ever like to join us for a podcast episode, you can always apply on our member podcast signup form, and that's how our members are able to join in. But today, we're joined by Aditi, who is a high school student with a lot of aspirations, set on medicine, will be going through her journey, her aspirations, a little about how she grew up and how she's where she is today. But I guess I'll hand the introduction to you. For those listening in, can you quickly introduce yourself, Aditi? Hey, my name is Aditi Rai. I am a junior at Elkhorn High School, um, and I am just very passionate about medicine. That sounds great. So I guess just for people to get a sense of what your childhood looked like, how it was growing up, um, could you take us through where you grew up, how that affected the person you are today? Yeah, so I was born in India, but at the age of five or six, we moved to the United States. And ever since then, we've been moving around. Um, I believe I've lived, I've traveled in about five states, um, but there's a, a lot, I've done a lot of moving, so it's definitely impacted how I socialize and has just made me the person I am today. I'm sure it has, and I've gone through some moving for myself too, so I can definitely relate with that point. Looking back, I'm sure there's been quite a few times that have um, been a learning curve for you or, or been a, a time of growth. You mentioned moving. Was that a significant turning point in your life? Do you have any takeaways when you move? And looking back at it now, uh, a few years later, do you think it was something that you would have done if you know you could go back and, and make a choice? So moving has definitely have a, had a huge impact on my life. Um, and like I said, moving around every like two, three years is definitely difficult, Um, but I'm really glad of those experiences because I had the opportunity to meet some wonderful people and just had an overall amazing experience every time I moved. Um, And definitely has impacted how um, I behave because before I moved to the United States, I was definitely a shy person, but now I'm more outgoing. Um, I love talking with people. I love meeting new people. and it's something I really enjoy. And I, I, I would never change the fact that I have to move, even though I, I have to um, leave a lot of good friends. But um, I'm definitely grateful for all those moves. It's just, I don't know how to say this, but um, those are the moments I'm really grateful for. Yeah, I'm sure. And especially in high school, it's almost like forced growth, um, kind of putting yourself into an area of discomfort that I'm sure no one would like to get themselves into, you know, not in hindsight necessarily, but more so looking at it um, before it does happen. It's definitely a point of forced growth, but it sounds like it did come to your advantage later on in life. I'm sure that it put you in an environment where you might have not known many people and your social skills had to kind of take a, take a toll or take a a boosted role into um, how are you able to adjust. So in hindsight, looking back at how you 
carry yourself or how you approach the whole situation, would you have changed anything about yourself? Um, and social skills is a very important for bedside manner. Um, looking forward into the future, we'll discuss more about your specific aspirations with medicine, what drew you to the field, but I'm sure it, there is something also to say about interacting with patients there from social skills that you've gained, you've gained over that process. Could you go through that for us? Yeah, so definitely when you move to a different location, not everyone is willing to add you to their social circle because they are really unsure of who you are, how you are. Um, and especially at a, at, during COVID time, we moved last year in July, so before the school uh, start of my junior year. Um, so we had all masks on, so no one was really sure of who, what I look like, because sometimes seeing a person's face does make a difference, um, no matter, we don't realize this, but it does. Um, so when you see a person with a mask, not everyone is open. Um, they're a little septic um, about who you are. Um, so when I first moved to Nebraska, I knew it was a difficult time. That was the first time I had difficulty trying to get into uh, social groups. Um, and something I wish I had done before was actually um, not been so shy um, because I think I was really afraid because when uh, people are in their social circles, they're, they like to talk about things that happened over the summer break, um, what was last year like. And so when they share these experiences, it feels so um, awkward because you feel because you feel like you're listening to their private stories and it it's something that no one it's like eavesdropping whether you realize it or not and it's just awkward um so I wish if I could go back um that I had really um been more outgoing I wish I had opened up to people a lot more easily um I was definitely surrounded by a lot of good people so it wouldn't have been hard but I wish I had um, taking the chance to introduce myself first and not wait for them to introduce themselves. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, in terms of your, it seems like you have quite a um, solid and defined concrete inspiration to go on to medicine later on, but was your move something, what was this before high school? Was it during high school or before high school, just to clarify? Uh, my Sorry, to like get into medicine? For high school specifically, when you when you made the move, were you in high school or? or oh, yes, yeah. Okay, so when you made that move, I'm sure medicine is a competitive field. I'm sure there's differences in the school environments you experience. And we'll get into some of the competitions that kind of showcase your um, competitive abilities, but how was the school environment? Did you feel, and this is in Nebraska, Midwest state. So there are some stereotypes with this, but I'm sure it does vary from place to place. How was the environment? Was it competitive? Do you feel like it, on the academic side of things, gave growth, kind of grit in how you carried yourself out, being in a competitive environment or maybe the opposite happened? Yeah, so First of all, I'd like to just say that um, where I used to go, I used to go to South Fayette High School in Pennsylvania. Um, and that was also an, uh, a school that liked to cha challenge you academically. And moving to Elkhorn South was, it felt like the same way. 
um, teachers are willing to push you to your hardest and see what you can accomplish. And I definitely took on that challenge by taking um, three AP classes this year. Um, so I don't think there was a big difference in academic uh, version, but definitely um, since it's a smaller um, area, people are more bonded. So um, I definitely like that bond. Whereas in Pennsylvania, it was a little big, so not everyone knew each other as well. Yeah, I think there's something to say about how you, what your work environment is like when you're kind of isolated alone and in a big school, it's hard to first of all stand out, um, but that's part of the kind of competitive nature of life. But the second thing is you enjoy your work more when you're in a smaller social circle, it just is easier to go to school day to day. Outside of school, you've been involved in, like I mentioned, competitions, you've also been involved in some leadership positions. Um, one of which was with an organization called Aid Today. Can you tell us more about what that organization is about, what your role looked like? Yeah, so Aid Today is a nonprofit that fundraises money for uh, children battling cancer and just overall raising awareness about uh, pediatric cancer. Um, and I am the chief administrative officer over there. I run the HR department, the writing department, the technology department and the events department. Um, and I just oversee what is happening in each department, make sure that we are meeting our goals day to day and ensuring that we are actually helping people that are battling cancer. And that's a wonderful opportunity to get involved in, in high school, I'm sure. Sounds like a pretty tight knit team and a great leadership position for yourself. Outside of that, you're involved with the Red Cross and a few other organizations. I'm sure this, this position here with A Today has been probably one of your most meaningful experiences, I'd assume. What other experiences with your extracurriculars, or maybe even if you wanna include your competitions with this, have really hit home, have really impacted you in terms of your character, in terms of your growth? Yeah, so I volunteer at our local hospital. And of course, like you said, I volunteer at Red Cross. And those two experiences have just opened my eyes about the world because it's every time I go there, it's wonderful. Um, I like seeing how people are willing to come in. And like, for example, Red Cross, people are willing to donate blood for people that have never seen before. And it's so heartwarming when I hear their stories. And like, I have met people that have been donating for about 10 years and have not stopped coming. So it's just really wonderful. And then at the hospital, I just get to meet really amazing people and healthcare workers um, who are pushing through these tough times and not giving up. And as for competitions, I do a lot of them, um, but all of these have added to my experiences because um, like, for example, business, I did a human resource, a resource um, event for DECA. I had never imagined myself, my, me doing that, but it was definitely one of the experiences that I look back to. And it's just something I'm grateful that I did because I would not change that for anything in the world. And then I've done medical ethics. And like all of these competitions are just so, they open you to a world that you've never thought of before. Yeah, I'm sure it's definitely a time of growth. That's where one 
Um, could you take us through the, the topics involved with your competitions? Are, are they all medically related? Do they have some other um, subjects involved with them? Yeah, so I, like I said, I've done a lot, um, but um, for um, TSA is another organization and I did the forensic science, forensic science event in that. Um, and then I also did cybersecurity um, last year and I've done it this year as well. Um, and then this year I competed in human resourcing and also did medical law and ethics. And then just like a um, couple of months back, I did a social media content creation competition. Um, and I like all of these experiences are different, um, not really medically related, um, but definitely something I appreciate myself doing. I'm sure. It sounds like there's a few other subjects outside of medicine involved. And you mentioned forensic science. Um, there's a few forensic specialties in particular. So I guess two questions to extrapolate off of that. I want to start off with the first being, being in high school, you have a lot of time to still kind of decide. Um, usually it's not until college that you decide really somewhat of what you're going to be able to do. But even then you can transition majors. Um, there's still flexibility. Usually until graduate school, are you set on some kind of career but at really any point in time, you can go back. With the competitions and with the experiences you've had so far, it's definitely clear medicine is something that you would like to pursue. Are there any other passions you've picked up though from these experiences and extracurriculars? Yeah, so um, the main thing uh, that I'm interested about in medicine is forensic science, but my, uh, um, my the spark for forensic uh, science started from my interest in law enforcement. Um, so if I ever had the opportunity, I would love to go in law enforcement like FBI. That's definitely something I would love to do. Um, but I also like business. Um, and um, business is some, it's a hard field. It's very challenging, but it's just, it's so, it's in, in a sense that challenging, like a good challenge, like you want to take it on and not be afraid of the risks. Um, and then I also like um, law and justice. It's definitely a subject I love uh, learning about in school. And I had the opportunity to meet a, a Supreme Court judge. And definitely at, while I was talking with him, while I was listening to him, I was ready to switch my career to being a lawyer and then possibly trying to get become a judge. So my interests do vary, but I'm very much interested in um, law and justice as well as, as well as forensic science. And that's, that's nothing to be ashamed of, I'm sure, especially at the age of, or the stage of high school, um, putting your eggs in one basket might not be the wisest decisions and spreading them out to business, law, medicine. Those are great, great, um, all great careers and investing yourself in them to see what fits you best is definitely a smart strategy. So with healthcare specifically, you mentioned forensics. Is forensics a field you want to integrate into your specialty later on with training? Um, where, where do you see yourself later on, let's say in the next 10, 20 years? 
Yeah, so um, definitely becoming a forensic pathologist takes a lot of years. It's like um, after you graduate from medical school, you have to do another five, 10 years um, to get into forensics because that's a whole another level of medicine. Um, but I would love to become a forensic pathologist. And I, yeah, just forensic pathology, forensics is such an interesting study, as an area of study because you can never imagine how much a tiny detail can expose so many things about what has happened to someone or some place. Yeah, it definitely is a, a field a lot of people, um, they like the action, the drama behind all, many of the shows that present it as a very intriguing field. And the people who are working within them, I, I've even met with a few, um, heard from a few over some seminars they report the same thing. It just isn't over the TV. It's, it's an exciting career in, in real life too. So sounds like a good passion to have. Um, and I want to also dive a little further into the competitions that you involved yourself in. You mentioned Hosa, you mentioned DECA, um, and there were a few others that you got yourself involved into. When did you start these competitions? What was the learning process like in the beginning in those first few months of getting yourself involved? So I started in freshman year. I started with, uh, not friend this time, sorry, um, with cybersecurity. Um, it was an area I would never have imagined myself doing because I have no interest in coding. My, my dad is an engineer. I am surrounded by engineers every day. So it's something that I've seen on such a daily basis that I've gone, I guess, to put it lightly, bored of it. Um, so I did not imagine myself, I didn't I didn't imagine myself being so thrilled by cybersecurity. Um, and then sophomore year, I did forensic science over uh, during COVID year. Um, again, I just love forensic science. That was definitely one of my favorite experiences. We got to look at a crime scene and write a lab report, even though lab reports are boring. But it was just interesting because we had to figure out how a crime could have happened. Um, and then I also continued my cybersecurity during that time. And the, I'm still doing cybersecurity right today. Um, as for medical law and ethics, that was the first time of me doing this. It was this year. Um, I did not imagine myself doing it. Um, and it was a hard topic to learn about because there are some things that you can't wrap your, wrap your mind around um, in terms of that subject. Um, but somehow I got first place in states for that, um, something I'm really grateful for. Um, and then I did a DECA this year for human resource management and we did a role play and I just enjoyed that experience. It was on the moment, on the spot, so there was a thrill behind that. And I did social media content creation um, the past month or so ago. Um, it was something I did not, I was not confident about it, but the, like, the day before it was due or the day of, I just submitted it thinking, what's the worst that could happen? And again, I won first place for that too, but, um, 
all of these experiences have just taught me that taking risks is not bad. You will learn something out of it, even if you don't win. And if you do win, that's like the cherry on top. Yeah, I can definitely attest to that. Um, we've seen it with a few other guest spotlights on the podcast, but in the end, with some things have you know one chance, one shot with them. And if you don't take that chance or shot, it's guaranteed failure, but um, there's no harm in trying. I want to, I want to, as we kind of move forward to your aspirations, past what you're currently doing, I want to shift to your future plans. So I'm sure high school, and, and I, I think that you can definitely speak even more experienced as to this point, but I'm sure high school takes up quite a bit of your day, um, seven to three or eight to three um, for your weekdays. And that adds up to quite a few hours over the course of a week, a month, a year, but college allows for quite a bit of flexibility. And being a junior, you're reaching that stage of college applications. Um, I'm sure college is starting to becoming a, a more recurring thought within your head as that time nears. Do you have any unique plans to incorporate your, your passions into college? So right now as a high school student, you're involved with A Today, the Red Cross, a few extracurriculars and also some competitions. Do you plan on continuing those? Do you plan on branching off to new ones? What are your future plans in college? So I would definitely love to continue all of these competitions. And if I branch out, that's wonderful. Um, I don't think there's any harm in trying something new. Um, I don't think age has a limit on what you can do. Um, I would. I, like I said, forensics is something I really want to do. So I would love to do uh, do that in college. Um, but I would also still like to continue volunteering at all of these amazing places that I work, volunteer right now, because you never know, you never realize how much of a impact you make in the world. But once you get involved in like organizations like Aid Today, at Red Cross, at the hospital, you can start to see that you're that you showing up to these places makes someone's day better even just by saying how are you it allows that person on the opposite side to understand that someone's out there for them and i really would like to continue that even in college sounds like you have a few plans already in place over that which is great planning ahead never hurts i want to end off on one last question, I think there's a lot of insight you could bring forward to this. Being a high school student, I'm sure you see not you like you not only put effort into developing yourself, but you you also see the growth and development of other high school students around. Maybe in your year specifically, maybe seniors, maybe sophomores, freshmen. But for the general high school population, what is one thing that you think that they're missing out on in terms of? working towards a career. You've definitely solidified your interest in medicine, you're volunteering at the hospital, um, helping out with Red Cross blood donations and a few other things too, in terms of leadership in general, not necessarily clinically related, but those all factor in into a great application later on. For the students you see around day to day, what do you think that they're missing in terms of 
making sure that they have a, a career defined for themselves or taking some early steps into that? Yeah, so um, I think that you, as soon as you enter high school, I think you should start joining clubs as soon as you can. Um, I would like to say that you don't have to be the smartest person in your class. Um, I can definitely say I'm not the smartest person in my class. I know so many other people that are way smarter than me. Um, and I can assure you that when you try to get a job, no one's gonna look at your grades um, or your education. They're gonna look at your experience. And I think by joining um, clubs, after school clubs, before school clubs, whatever, you, or volunteer organizations, you have to start at that moment and get as much as experience you can get because once you start that early, when you get, by the time you get to college, you'll realize what you want to do. And then even when you go to get a job, when you are standing in front of the recruiter and say that I have done all of these things, I can assure you that person will be really happy to hire you. Um, and also, I think something really saw us special said, network is your net worth. And I think that statement is something that we all need to understand. Um, because if you don't network right now, um, when you get to college, when you get, when you are trying to look for a job, you're going to realize that if you had just um, met this person and talked to that person and continued talking with them, you could have found something way better out there. Um, and it just helps you in the long run. So definitely network while we can get as much experience as you can get, because that's, that's what's going to matter in the future. Definitely agree. Um, speaking from, I mean, high school, high schoolers perspective, I, I definitely think you hit all this, the points. And from what I've seen just in general around um, with the general population of students, whether that's high schoolers, college students, medical school students, um, and, and generally graduate students, I see this kind of phase, um, three phases. In high school, it's best to try out and get exposed to as many different extracurriculars and just like you have competitions. Um, getting that experience will allow you to, after a while, narrow down your list of what you'd like to go for. Maybe it might be that you like a certain field, but it's not that you like a certain um, team with it, right? So changing that, adjusting that, there's time for that in high school, later on in college, uh, you're able to better refine yourself with exactly what it is that you're interested in, able to choose your major instead of just doing general coursework, math, English, history, um, be more specific with the coursework, and then from there, dedicate to that one field in graduate school. Um, but in high school, I think you de definitely hit everything there in terms of just getting exposure, putting things into more than one basket, which you've definitely illustrated throughout your, your whole journey up to this point now as a junior. I think that's going to wrap up today's podcast. I really do thank you so much, Diddy, for, for joining in. We love to hear from a diverse group of students. We've had college students join in, we've had high schoolers join in, and we've had insights across the board from all of these guest spotlights. Just remind those listening in, if you'd like to join in on a guest spotlight, you can do so by applying over our uh, 
member podcast sign up form. It's a Google form that we have open. I believe that you can get that over our weekly announcements through the listserv sent out every Monday. And you can sign up from there. We'll get in contact with you um, over further details if you're selected. But I, I look forward to the next episode. And thank you guys all for tuning in to this one. Be sure to look out for our next podcast episodes. They're released bi-weekly on Fridays. Um, so every other week. But with that said, we look forward to having you there. And thank you so much again, Aditi. Thank you so much.